Bill O'Reilly here. Thursday, June 27, 2019, you are listening to the O'Reilly Update, and here's what's happening today in America. Democrats take the debate stage in Miami, igniting the 2020 race for the White House. Some far-left lawmakers want American taxpayers to pay off their student debt. San Francisco becomes the first city in the USA to ban e-cigarettes. The U.N. says more people than previously thought are abusing opioids and cocaine. Clint Eastwood defying Hollywood's abortion boycott against the state of Georgia. Also coming up, my message of the day analyzing last night's Democratic debate. But first, to Miami. The Democratic Party officially kicking off the 2020 race for the White House with 10 candidates telling the American people why they are the best person in the USA to take down the worst person, President Trump. The remaining challengers will phase off tonight when Joe Biden, Bernie Sanders, and Mayor Pete take center stage along with seven others. I will have analysis of the debate last night in a moment. A handful of far-left lawmakers now want you, the American taxpayer, to pay off their student debt. Despite earning $174,000 a year, Congresswomen Ocasio-Cortez and Omar now say their student debt is, quote, holding them back, unquote. Both lawmakers support new legislation canceling all educational loans to 45 million Americans, including members of Congress. San Francisco becoming the first city in the USA to completely ban the sale of e-cigarettes or any device that vaporizes nicotine. Local officials say the products have not undergone adequate testing by the FDA on whether they are harmful to human beings. Ironically, Bay Area residents can still legally purchase marijuana and tobacco all across the city. A disturbing report from the U.N. shows more people are abusing opioids and cocaine across the globe. Experts saying the actual number of users is 60% higher than previously thought. The worst place for drug abuse? North America. More than 70,000 Americans overdosed last year. Legendary actor Clint Eastwood refusing to support Hollywood's boycott against Georgia's so-called heartbeat abortion bill. The 89-year-old filmmaker will shoot his latest movie, The Ballad of Richard Jewell, in Atlanta. Story centers around the real-life bombing that occurred there during the 1996 Olympics. Liberal celebrities, as you may know, have been calling for a total boycott against the state since Governor Brian Kemp signed the heartbeat law last month. Ahead, the message of the day, who won, who lost in last night's debate, moments away. Well, you've been hearing about gold all over the news and prices keep going up. Experts warning a recession may be coming and it's time to prepare. A recent analyst this week says he sees gold going up hundreds of dollars per ounce to hit 1700 bucks an ounce. That's why I recommend that you contact the Hartford Gold Group now to learn more. To get you started, the Hartford Gold Group will give you a free silver coin. All of my radio listeners will get it. And if you're listening right now, you can get the coin from the Hartford Gold Group. No purchase is necessary. All you have to do is call them, 877-444-GOLD-GOLD. 877-444-GOLD-GOLD. Give them a call today to claim your free coin and get the information. Available for a limited time only, 877-444-4653, 877-444-4653. Please call today.
Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day, the first Democratic presidential debate. Senator Cory Booker won. He also had the most time speaking on camera, 10 minutes, 15 seconds. Beto O'Rourke lost. He was almost incoherent at times, looked terrible, and simply could not engage either the moderators or the audience. Elizabeth Warren, a clear favorite by the NBC moderators, did all right. She spoke for nine minutes. The bomb-throwing Julian Castro, former mayor of San Antonio, was on fire last night, but he is so radical it's hard to see the Democratic Party backing him. I'll get to that in a moment. Now, I tweeted throughout the debate, live tweeting, they call it. I didn't even know what that was a few weeks ago. But I'm going to read you some of my tweets and then analyze how the debate went down. So first of all, the NBC moderators directed a question to Senator Warren, again, the clear favorite among the media. She said the economy is not very good for regular folks. But the NBC moderator asking a question said that 72% of Americans believe the economy is good. Is the senator confused? The NBC moderator did not follow up. Then Beto O'Rourke was asked a question. He says the economy is bad as well, and he said it in Spanish. Senator Booker then weighed in and said there is no longer dignity in labor, and the economy is not working as well. He was wearing a very nice suit. Then Elizabeth Warren came back and basically said that she's going to nationalize the economy. That means the government would run everything. Julian Castro popped in and said that moms are being paid less than other Americans, so we need a law about paying moms. And then Senator Klobuchar from Minnesota said Donald Trump is all foam and no beer or something. Then Senator Warren made a good point. She says that the American health industry makes a $23 billion a year profit basically making tons of money off sickness, and that the government has to get involved. That will resonate among many Americans. Nine of the 10 candidates on stage would not put any limits on abortion. That will hurt the Democratic Party among people of faith. Then immigration came up. The situation here is that almost every candidate on the stage would let everybody in, total open borders, And then once they're in the United States, they'd be supported by the government. Talking billions of people who want to come here, according to studies by the United Nations. So everybody can come, according to the Democrats on the stage last night. That will hurt the Democratic Party. Gun violence came up. Senator Warren says she's going to research the problem. Well, I mean, maybe that should have happened before, Ms. Warren. Are you running for president? Cory Booker made a very strong point. He said that he worked with Republicans and got the Criminal Justice Reform Act passed. That was a very strong thing for him. All in all, it was a far-left cavalcade. Again, Cory Booker did well. Senator Warren held her own. But the other candidates really didn't distinguish themselves. And that's a message for more honest and fact-based commentary. Please visit BillOReilly.com. And don't forget, I'll be live tweeting tonight during the debate. Right back with something you might not know. Bill O'Reilly here, and I'll lay odds that the title and mortgage to your home just hit the hands of identity thieves. One of the largest real estate title companies in the world 
leaked hundreds of millions of homeowner files. And I'm betting documents about your home, including loans, mortgages, and bank accounts, are up for sale illegally internationally. And once thieves have them, they'll forge your home's title so it appears you sold your home. Then they'll borrow thousands from online lenders and stick you with the payments. I've seen this firsthand. And no identity theft program or insurance covers you. The first 30 days are crucial. So I got you 30 days of free title and mortgage protection from Home Title Lock. Home Title Lock puts a virtual barrier around your home's online title to help block identity thieves. Register your address now to verify you're not already a victim and get 30 days of free protection. No obligation. Do it all online. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. 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 Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. A 2018 survey shows that 68% of American households own a pet. And while we welcome all kinds of animals into our homes, from boa constrictors to parakeets, there's no denying Americans are dog people. More than 60 million homes own at least one dog. Compare that to 47 million that own cats, 13% that have fish. The most popular dog in the USA is the Labrador Retriever, a breed best known for its energy and friendliness. The German Shepherd, also very common in American homes. Historically, canines have been an integral part of the American experience, whether they were sharing the burden of frontier life with the pioneers or fighting alongside American troops on the battlefield. Dogs have been companions to American presidents, beginning with George Washington. The founding father was a well-known dog lover. During his time as commander-in-chief, Washington kept numerous dogs, including a greyhound named Cornwallis, after his adversary during the Revolution, General Cornwallis. And Washington had a foxhound called Sweet Lips. Can you imagine old George calling out, hey, Sweet Lips, over here? But while Americans certainly appreciate the companionship that dogs offer, not every culture has a high opinion of them. In many Muslim countries, dogs are considered impure and unclean. 2010, a senior Iranian cleric actually issued a fatwa against dogs. And earlier this year, Iran formally banned walking dogs in public in the capital city of Tehran. Likewise, Saudi Arabia has banned the sale of dogs and has made walking them illegal across some cities. Why? According to the religious authorities, men were using the pooches to flirt with women. Man's best friend indeed. In other nations, you are more likely to find dogs on a menu than on a leash. Many countries in the Far East eat dogs, China in particular, fond of dog meat. It's so common in that country that the government had to ban it from being served during the 2008 Olympics in Beijing to avoid international scrutiny. While dogs may get no respect in some nations overseas, America shows no signs of doing that. As long as we continue to value loyalty and friendship, dogs will have a place in our homes. No question about it. We'll be back with more in a moment. The housing market on fire all over the country with interest rates falling. It's a great time to sell your home. If you want to sell or buy, the competition is going to be fierce. You need a great real estate agent to help you. That's why my friend Glenn Beck started the service realestateagentsitrust.com as a way to make sure you get connected with agents who are successful, ambitious, like-minded, 
and eager to help you with your biggest investment. These are agents with a long track record of performance. There are no part-time or inexperienced agents in Beck's network. These are all professionals who have the tools and the talent to successfully take you through the process. Market value for your home cannot be done by a computer program or an equation. It takes years of expertise to evaluate your market and a price your home to sell quickly for top dollar. These agents are experts in your town and they do business like you with your values. So get moving today with realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.